Hello and welcome to Ballet Diaries podcast. My name is Amanda. My name is Robbie. And we are Ballet Diaries podcast. Today we are going to be talking everything and anything. Point shoes. We've done a lot of trial and error with many different point shoes. So we're excited to kind of share some of our experiences and maybe give you some tips and tricks and kind of talk about the history of point shoes a little bit. And give you a little background for those who don't know anything about point shoes for our non-dancers listening as well. So just to start out, I've been in many different point shoes. I started in Grishko 2007. Those were my very first shoe. And then I had an evolution of point shoes. I wore Suffolk. I wore Gainer Minden for like five minutes and then I my teacher did not allow that she was like no you need to like not do that because I was not ready for I needed that hard shoe and then I wore Russian points I've tried them all and now I wear Suffolk Stellar or Suffolk however you say it I love them so much and I've been wearing them for the past three years. And before that, I wore Gainer Minden and I wore them for five and a half years. I have also done a, a process of going through many different point shoes. I feel like that's really normal. You have to kind of do the trial and error because how are you going to know what you like and don't like? And there's so many different brands and they're all a little bit different. So I think I started out in Grishko elites I want to say actually I'd have to look I have all my old point shoes in a box somewhere me too but it's been a while so I don't know I went on point so I first went on when I was about 10 ish but then I came back off and then I, I waited I wanted to get a bit stronger so I went on 11 11 and a half maybe and I am 24 now so I've been on point since then so so long it's been a minute a <laughs> long minute that, that is crazy to me I currently I'm in Gaynor Mendens, which I've been wearing since I was 16, and those have been my favorite shoes. But most of you, if you're in the dance scene, know that they've recently switched from U.S. production here in the states. They used to have it in, in Massachusetts, I believe, and then now they do production of the shoes in Europe, and that has affected how gainers are functioning. They're a little bit different. So all the gainer wearers, because I kind of had the shift to Suffolk when that kind of happened. Like I tried one shoe, they sent it to me because we were both gainer girls. I, Robbie was a gainer girl a year before I was and then I was a gainer girl. So it's funny because we both have that connection to gainer and we love the gainer fam. Like I still have so much love for them. They're the best and they're so sweet. But yeah, so I switched when that kind of happened and they sent me a pair of shoes and I liked the shoes that they sent me. But then after that, I like couldn't find like a match. So, and it's hard to find those like old shoes. I know you have like the stockpile. Yeah, I do. I have, I got lucky when I was at Colorado Ballet. They, we would get six pairs a season, which is really nothing if you wear. Nothing. I remember I was at like in Boulder and they gave me like a pair a week. So that's a little bit more yeah. understanding, I feel like. But when you're six pairs for a whole season, no. For me, it worked fine because gainers last me forever. But anyway, so I, basically my second season, they, messed up my first 
order of six pairs and it wasn't correct, I could still wear them, but I, I was like, I, I don't want to wear these on stage. They're not my normal shoe, you know, when you get, my, mine were custom at the time, so I kind of had found something that really worked for me. So basically they reordered me another six pairs and they let me keep all of them. So I have been just going through those and I think I have two or three pairs left and Gaynor recently sent me uh, two of the European pairs. They recently came out with the Lyra line of shoes, which is a little bit more of a flexible shoe compared to the normal European ones that they switched to. And I, you know, I haven't tried them in class or anything yet, so I'll try to update when I have, but I'm liking how they feel. I like the Lyra's a lot, how they feel when I'm just standing in them, but I can definitely feel the differences from the European ones. I'm hoping I can make them work. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like for people who don't know much about gainers compared to normal point shoes, gainer mindens are made out of plastic. So the shank that is the long part against your foot is made of plastic. And then the tip has cushion in it. Unlike normal point shoes, which are made of like satin, cardboard, paper mache, like glue, paper hardener, you know, glue something. Kinds of funky. Yeah, (laughs) which is cool. But um, there's so many point shoe brands and like so many options. So I feel like people get to pick and choose what works for them, you know. And one last little touch before maybe we go into what, oh, I didn't really say what shoes I've gone through. I've also done a lot. <laughs> Russian Point, Block, I think I've done, I've done Suffix as well. I was in those for a really long time. Never done Freeds though. I'd be curious to try those just for fun. I don't think I'd ever last in those, but uh, with gainers, yeah, they're designed to last a little bit longer and they, they are a little bit more comfortable, but don't get me wrong. My feet still really hurt from gainers if I'm in them all day and they have a little bit of lining in the box. So that's essentially my toe pad. I don't wear any other toe pads in my shoes right now. And I think we'll get into what type of padding we do maybe in in a few minutes here. But a lot of people like to consider gainers a quote unquote cheater shoe. And I just think that there's so many different point shoes out there. This is how I like to put it. There's so many different point shoes out there because everybody has different feet and different preferences. So I think one shoe might not work for me and then you know, gainers might not work for somebody else, but that's why there's so many different brands. So I feel like if maybe somebody's telling you that, just keep that in mind. I actually never had any issues with gainers in my training years, which is shocking. So I was at Ellison, hardcore Russian school, right? That's kind of insane because what I was saying earlier is my teacher did not like that I showed up with gainers because I got fitted. I was in those Grishkos. And then I think my next shoe, I think I went through two pairs of the Grishko 2007s and then We went to the point shoe store, me and my mom, and we got fitted for the gainers. And I was like, I love these. Like, and then I showed up wearing them and I didn't sew them yet. And my teacher was like, absolutely not. And she was like, go return those now. So I had, and then I got like Russian points, which those gave me the worst blisters in my life. Like some people wear them, but they're just a really hard shoe. Honestly, there's no problems with any shoe in particular. It's just like people's feet are so different. I remember 
looking at like the foot map of like what kind of foot that you have I remember there was like yeah, the Egyptian foot. yes and I would look at it I don't even know what kind of foot I have I would like to like look at that again and see and compare but people have all different types of feet and feet are weird so you have to just be comfortable and feel what is best for you and what looks the best too look is very important for me if my foot looks like a chicken nugget I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna wear that you know that's why I've liked gainers so much because it's the box is really slim because I don't have a super high arch or instep so the box is nice and slim so it it just looks the best out of everything I've literally tried and it feels the best. So yeah, luckily I never had any issues for my teachers. So moving on to toe pads, I wear the Perfect Fit toe pads. They're this mold that you make yourself. And I've gone through like literally every type of toe pad and they're one of the best ones. I think you can even like get your own and like make it at like from like Hobby Lobby or something. Um, but they work great. I love them and I don't get blisters at all because I tried paper towels, ouch pouches. They use lamb's wool or like lamb's wool toe pads, gel toe pads, silicone toe pads. There's so many options. Some people wear no toe pads, which is criminally insane. Are you okay? So, I mean, I don't wear toe pads, but I I tape my feet a certain way. And gainers, like I said before, they have... That's different, though. A little bit. But don't get me wrong. I still get blisters and stuff if I don't tape my feet. But, like, I recently saw a video of Isabella Boylston, and she wears not a gainer shoe so it's like a traditional type of point shoe I don't know what brand she wears and uh she doesn't wear any type of toe pads not even paper towel that's incredible like how do you do full length ballets like that we want to know Isabella we love you yeah she's really good I love her her videos I'm obsessed with Isabella Boyston she's the incredible Mm -hmm. um so I actually want to try the toe pads Amanda wears, but I would need mine to be really thin because I have my shoes fitted to not have toe pads, you know? Yeah, you can make them so that they're lighter. Okay, yeah, maybe maybe I'll give them a go because I it takes me so long. Amanda knows this too well. <laughs> it takes me so long to put my point shoes on because I have to tape my feet a certain way. Yeah, we were in the studio together and I was like bullying her about how long it was taking her. <laughs> and then it was fine. We're just That's how that's how we go. That's that's our friendship here. But yeah, I need to condense the time it takes me to put my point shoes on. Yeah, I remember in ballet school they'd be like, "Okay, 2 minutes, go." And then you would have to put on your point shoes in that time and it was like so stressful. Um, and I've been in some moments in some ballets I've done where I'll tape my feet and you know then you have to quick change to a point shoe but the tape doesn't go well with flat shoes or like character shoes so yeah like your moment during Dracula was was that switch to flat shoe yeah that's a little different if I'm going from point shoe to flat shoe no problem but if it's flat shoe to point shoe it's a little bit of a a stress yeah (laughs) jail time but there's so many different types of point shoes. Like there's Gaynor Minden, Grishko, which is like slash Nikolai, which I think is like the European um, brand. Suffolk, Capizio, Block, Sodanza point shoes, which I've 
wanted to try those. Yeah, they're, I don't know anything about them really. Um, so Danta, please send us some shoes. We want to try them. They have one that's also made of a non-traditional material if we're talking about compared to, you know, Grishko or something. And well, they have a, a couple different models, but I, I don't know. I've, the Electra ones by Sodance, I've been just really intrigued by. Yeah, I've always worn their flat shoes for the past many years. I think it's been since like seven years or something like that. an all-vegan flat shoe, which is really cool. That is super cool. Um, anyways, Russian Point, Freed's, which most companies prefer Freed of London Point so shoes. To me because they don't last at all, so it's like... Yeah, they don't last, but personally, I think they look so good on a lot of people. Like, they are a beautiful shoe. I never tried Freed's, mostly because I was like, I'm just not good. They're not going to last long, so why would I, especially when, you know, my mom was paying for my point shoes, like, why would I want to put her through that? And point shoes are expensive. They go for like $100 a shoe, or a shoe, a pair. But now with inflation, they're about like 120 and well, gainers are more expensive. They're like 170 minimum with shipping. But the problem, it's not a, it's not a problem, but gainers last way longer than all those shoes. So. Exactly. But there's so many different options of shoes. So if you're trying to like figure out what kind of shoe you need don't give up there's many options and you have all the time that you need also take your time to maybe find a good fitter if that's something that's possible in your area but also the cool thing now about social media and everything they do a lot of virtual fit-ins which I've seen because a proper fitting of the point shoe is going to make such a massive difference also quick little note I actually do have this just came to my mind. I have a fitting guide if anybody's interested because I never had anything like that, right? We were just kind of thrown into the chaos of, well, here you go, go find your point shoes. <laughs> and so if you go to danceproapp.com, it's all on there and you can find it. But uh, I just want to help people find the right shoe because it will take time. So don't get frustrated if it takes you time, right? Exactly. I think especially with young dancers, I was teaching some girls the other day and they just went on point a few months ago and some of them just don't get up fully on their box enough. Yeah, well, I think a lot of it, it's not even the technique or the strength. It's actually the type of shoe. She could not get up on her point all the way and I think it was because of the type of shoe that she had. Like if she was fitted more, better to have a different shoe then I feel like she would get up easier I, I agree I see that a lot or even not knowing how to properly break in your point shoes uh I think this is more of a visual thing or something that might be better but uh, I'll go into it really quickly I think a lot of younger dancers, because point shoes are so expensive, they don't want to break in their shoes or they get that harder shank because they think it's going to last longer, mm -hmm. but it's really affecting how you dance at the end of the day. So you've got to find that happy medium, you know? Another thing about point shoes is everyone likes a different type of feeling. Like I love when my shoes are like almost dead, but some dancers love when their shoes are brand new but for me I love a soft shoe I love to feel like 
comfy like so, worn in do you like to feel the floor with your toes a lot no okay. i'd like to have the shank like bendy enough so that my foot looks nice yeah. but that's just my personal thing i feel like i'm the same i i need it to be soft enough to where i can get over because i don't personally think i have crazy flexible feet and rolling through your feet oh yeah that's a must which i think if i have any negative thing about gainers it's the roll through like the demi point area can be a little funky sometimes but I think I've made it work but I like my shoes pretty soft you know what is also just like a weird feeling is running in point shoes I was thinking that too when I was going to the roll through it's so awkward (laughs) it's so awkward and for what like running like in a circle or something with the point shoes because you got to run on that high demi point but then you're your feet are kind of going in front of you, so you have to point them at the same time. It's insane. It's too much for me. No, it's so awkward. And then you have to be, what about, okay, going in, like making the shoes quiet. What do you think about that? Okay, so the company that I was previously at, we had to have no sound with our point shoes. Absolutely no sound. And that made it really difficult. So we had to basically like pound out our shoes on concrete to make it sound like we don't have any noise coming out from your feet. And that got to the point where I like couldn't, they were too dead to the point where I might break my ankle in every, any given moment. Um, so I think, yes, I do still pound out my shoes because I like them at a little like happy medium. When I break in my shoes, I crack them. I like make sure it's like right above my heel. I crack them up. I beat them up and you have to beat them up in order to dance because a lot of younger dancers they don't realize that you you do have to break the shoe and I think that's funny it's like a thing on TikTok I've seen people are like why are you breaking the shoe people get so mad I had somebody do that with with the way I cut my tights and they got so mad people on TikTok are brutal and they will bully you till the day you die but it's absolutely you have to break in your shoes or else you can't dance in them and that's just the way it is period yeah, like I always break the demi point. Like I stand and I do a little like hops, like or not hops, um, like little runs, little runs where I'm like do 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 do, and um, then I break it the other way. I like stand on my shoe, do some weird maneuvers. We can do like a little video too for you yeah, guys. It's hard to kind of explain, but I um I because gainers are made of plastic and it really hurts my bunion area when they're brand new. I literally put the entire shoe under. A water faucet not the box just not, or not the tip I'm sorry just the box area around my bunion don't do that if you don't have gainers it only works with gainers because they're plastic but I do that oh, right. I spray alcohol okay. alcohol on my shoes you get like the little spray bottle of rubbing alcohol from your local CVS or Walgreens or drugstore and you just spray it on that like top area and it just breaks down that plaster plaster or like material underneath paper mache whatever and it helps me dance better when my shoes are broken in like I cannot you cannot pay me to put on my shoes raw no oh my gosh even with gainers they're sort of some people think they're like pre-broken in but I 
I personally disagree. I still need to break my gainers in. <laughs> um, I, I, I think maybe one last thing I kind of want to touch on, unless you have something else, Amanda, is um, actually two things. How long do our point shoes last? And maybe this kind of ties together. Do you change the type of shoe you're wearing depending on what you're dancing? Have you ever had to like alternate between in one show? Yeah, so I normally when I'm doing like Nutcracker or like a mixed rep or something, I normally have like three point shoes on hand and I switch between them. Like it's good to have like a really hard pair and then like a really dead pair and just like a medium like happy pair just in case. Um, You have to have all three, I think. But some people just do it on one and it's weird too like some ballets that I've performed or like rehearsed I've like switched shoe like I've taken off like my right shoe and put on like a different shoe because I just need like a harder shoe on my right foot and then like a less hard on my left foot if that makes any sense but yeah so that's just a little how long do your shoes last usually about like two weeks if I'm maybe even like less than that like a week if I'm like really dancing a lot, but if I'm not dancing on point a lot and it's like a flat piece, like obviously they're gonna last, you know? So wild. How long do your point shoes last? How long do you think my gainers last? Well, you used to wear gainers. I think like six months. Well, okay, yeah. If I'm not dancing a lot, the longest pair I've had has lasted me six months, but when I was dancing a lot more in Colorado Ballet, for example, when we had, especially during Nutcracker season, I would say maybe three weeks was a good good point or four weeks, but I like gainers get a little weird the longer you wear them. At least this is how I have felt with them. For me, they almost get harder the longer you wear them. I don't know if you ever experienced that. Yeah, because they low-key like get crusty because you're like sweating yes. in them. <laughs> okay. Also, something that's like foul is my feet, like if I'm dancing a lot and like not spraying them like I have to spray them with that chemically spray which I'm very holistic but like sometimes you just have to do that but I just like refuse to like have stinky feet but in my in ballet school people had the most foul smelling feet that I've ever smelled in my existence (laughs) and I think that's just like important like make sure you're like spraying your feet and like washing your toe pads and yeah well, and just you're in your shoes all day, so let them air out. That will help extend the life of them as well. And Amanda said she alternates pairs. I do sometimes with gainers, but gainer, gainers are weird. I don't know, but I'm sure maybe some point in my career I'll come across a ballet or a rep that requires me to have like a really soft pair for a lot of Petite Allegro, this is just an example, and a little bit harder pair for pirouettes, but most of the time that's all happening in one variation, so you kind of have to pick somewhere in the middle with your shoe, you know? Well, that kind of wraps up where we left off. Definitely follow us on Instagram at Ballet Diaries Podcast for more updates on our journey and our episodes coming out. Any questions you'd like to submit, you can also do that on our Instagram. Maybe in the next few episodes, we'll answer some more questions. Yeah, thank you guys so much. And definitely tell us what you want to hear from us. 
for future episodes and we will consider it. Thank you guys.